Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hi. Mm-hmm. What's up? Man, it's been a hell of a two weeks, man. Uh in how how so? Mm, so one day, right, I went to a funeral, which is a family member, and then I went to sleep after the funeral and woke up to some crazy news. That my grandparents were murdered by a kid that they fostered. Oh my god. Yeah. When was this? Uh September the tenth. Oh, so this is like right before nine eleven. Yeah. Um they were murdered by a kid that they fostered. Yeah. Were you were you close with your grandparents? Very. It just feel weird because like now my birthday is, is this Friday, right? And I can't go to their house because they're not going to be there. How how have you been processing this over the past month? Working. Okay. Has that has that helped at all? Yeah, it really has. Smoking and working. Smoking and working. What um. How old was this kid that they were fostering? Fifteen, and he's charged as two as an adult for two counts of murder. Oh wow! Are you, have you been? Um, did you go down to the courthouse? And are you? Are no. You... They took him to prison because his sister snitched on him after he murdered my grandparents. Because she knew what he was going to do. Because he told her. So so his sister knew that he was going to do this. Um, yes. But didn't. But told after instead of before. Yes. How. Uh, I, I, this is a, a loaded question for sure. But I, I, I mean. Well, first of all, you know, listen, I know we're in a public forum. Is this a, just this subject as a whole? I know it's rather fresh. Is it a, just a thing that you feel comfortable talking about on a thing? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, how do you how do you feel about this situation as a whole? Like, I know that's a loaded question, but what's what have you been kind of processing? Shocked and like angry 
Mm-hmm. I feel robbed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, have you spoken to or had any contact with the uh, the sister? No, I texted her because when I find her, I'm going to beat her ass. But, yeah, I haven't found her. Um, you're, going, you're going to try to find her? Yeah, when she turns 18. she's in, I know she's in the foster system right now. But when I find her, I'm kicking her ass. Mm-hmm. Um... What about your family? How has your family been reacting? Mm, they cry, but they don't cry as much as I did because mm. I'm a sensitive person or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my dad was like, don't cry because they are in a better place and my grandma is not in pain anymore. So mm. I should mm-hmm. be happy she's gone instead of in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any siblings? Yeah. How have your siblings been reacting? My sister, um, she was sad, like the funeral, of course, but they've been holding up. I'm going to take my sister because our birthdays are the same. I'm going to take her to go to the funeral. I'm at the funeral. Shit. The, um, the grave site to go put some flowers on the grave. Um, Tell I mean, tell me about the the funeral. What uh, what was the air in the room? How were people feeling? Was it um, did it did it feel healing to be with with people who were in your grandparents' lives? What was kind of the 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 vibe there? It was like a full church, man. Like it was packed to the room. But none of them people really knew who I was, so it was basically like I was holding myself together. They didn't. They didn't know who you were. They didn't know that you were their grandchild. Yes. Hmm. Um, did you get to? Did you get any kind of new perspectives on your grandparents by talking to other people that knew them? No. I was there to support, mostly supporting my little sister because she was really, really close to my grandma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you been um, in contact? Do, do, do you, your little sister doesn't live with you, does she? No. Okay. Have you been in a lot of contact with her since this all happened? Yeah. Checking up on her. She really likes mm-hmm. art and stuff. I'm going to try to buy her some canvases and shit. It's nice. It's nice. Um, yeah. I mean, your life. Let's talk about that. Like, you said that you're uh, working a lot, smoking a lot. Yeah. Uh, what, what What do you do for work? Um, I'm a, I work at a hospital, and I work at Dollar Tree. Okay. And um, how has work been for you? It's been straight. I got over overtime, basically. Mm-hmm. Working so much. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, any kind of 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 
aspirations for the future? Is there uh, a thing, uh, you know, that you that you hope to to do with your life someday? Yeah. I want to go to college. I should have went when I graduated high school, but I didn't. I waited like two years, mm-hmm. but I want to go to be a neonatal ultrasound sonographer. Nice, nice. Uh, when, when are you going to go to school? Probably next year. Most likely next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kaya, I, I want to, I, I feel like I, I want to tell this to you, um, and I, I want to, you know, be sensitive about it because I know it's a sensitive subject, but c- can we talk for a second about you um, wanting to beat up this this guy's sister? Yeah, because I, you know, I know that you're clearly very angry at the idea that, um, you know, a person could have prevented this thing, and um, they didn't. And I know that 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 makes uh, you very angry. But you know, hearing you just now talking about, you know, you want to go to college and you have this career that you want to pursue, and you have a little sister and family who who need you around. I I hope that you don't do anything, even if you feel that it's justified, that would jeopardize your ability to do these things that, that you want to do. I doubt it would, because I've never been in trouble with the law. And, like, I can get my... I can get my thing cleared after I get out of jail, if you know what I mean. What like do you my mean record, by your, th- your thing cleared? My records. I can get my record expunged. How do you do that? Oh, it's a long process. I have to ask my mom. Um, well, listen, I don't know you and I can't. You're, this is an anonymous phone call thing. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just, I just, uh, again, hearing you talk about your little sister who needs you, you're, uh, you want to go to school, and I, I, I understand that you have these these desires for vengeance, but I, I, I hope you don't do anything that would get you in trouble with the law, even if you feel it is justified. Um. Just because you have so many higher things that you desire to do, and you can you can take right. that for whatever it is, but I, I gotta say it to you. Well, I appreciate you saying the gig. I'm gonna take that to consideration. Okay, good. Please do. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that uh, all this happened. Kaya, um, I know it sounds like you're still kind of processing it all. Um, is there like, is there anything before we go that you, uh, feel like we didn't talk about any aspects of this or anything that you want to say before we go? Mm, I can't really put anything to mind at the moment. Okay. Well, um, good luck, Kaya. 
with the stuff that you want to do. Thanks, Dick. I'm rooting for you. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that all this happened, and um, I, I, all right. I, I we will talk to sometime. you again. That is true. That is very true. Um, I will talk to you soon, Kaya. Good luck to you. Bye, Dick. Love you. That was interesting. Kaya, I feel like I am in over my head with this podcast, but it is what it is. I am simply talking to random people on the phone about stuff and seeing what happens as a result of that. Um, Kaya had a very calm demeanor to her. And it's interesting. I don't know what her outside demeanor... How reflective it is of anything she's feeling on the inside. And uh, I said it to her. I said it five times, but I'll say it again. I do hope uh, that that even though she feels as though she she should go out and enact some kind of revenge, that she does not do anything to jeopardize um, these these higher things like pursuing a career or being around to be there for her little sister. Um, but thank you for calling in, Kaya. Hello? Hey. Hey. Hey, yourself. We, we did that already. We did hey two times. You're, trying to, you're doing hey a third time? You're doing a third hey? We should just get right into it. I think so, too. What's going on, man? Tell me about everything. What did you want to talk about? So I got my dog three years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. He's a pretty good dog. Okay. He's a Hungarian Vishla. He's a Hungarian what? A Vishla. Okay, he's a Hungarian Vishla. And he just turned three, and yesterday I had his balls cut off. Okay. Um, all right, you have, an, you have a Hungarian Vishlo. You took it to get neutered. Yeah. I feel Is like it, it was a bad choice, you know? Interesting. Why do you feel like it was a bad choice? It makes me wonder what do what do they do with all the remains? Do they, you know, do they donate them? Do they keep them in a jar? What is it with people's infatuation with like the testicles of animals? Like, uh, I don't know what kind of people you have kids. been hanging around, but I, I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't really know. Um, uh, there's only really a few people in my life who I feel like I know very, very intimately. Like a really finite, small, small, like like two, three people tops. So I, there could be a lot more people out there that I just don't know about that are, as you say, infatuated with the testicles of animals. Um, so I'm not going to deny that that is true. 
But as far as what they do with the testicles of animals after they cut them off, I would think, I would hope that they are either thrown away in some sort of biodegradable way or they are used in some productive way like maybe you can turn dog balls into hamster lungs somehow and maybe they do that with them but I, I don't know. I actually really know as, as, as just as much as you do about what they do with the uh, testicles after they cut them off. What do you think they do? I know what they do with circumcised foreskins. What do they do with circumcised they, foreskins? They put those in facial creams. In facial creams? Yeah. Like well, what kind of facial creams? Community. Like the ones that women put on their faces to rejuvenate their skin. Interesting. It's How do you the whole know that? Thing. I watched a compelling anti-circumcision video on YouTube. It was this guy's dissertation about not having boys circumcised anymore. Um, so you believe that women's facial products contain the foreskins of babies? It's not a belief. It's, it's a fact. You're telling me if I Google this right now, uh, it'll come up as there'll be like articles about it and shit. I'm 104% sure. Okay, I'm going to do it. I can't say so much about what happens with the dog's testicles. Okay, I'm going to do it. All right. What I don't even know what to Google for this. Are it there foreskin in... Is there foreskin in face cream? Holy shit. Sounds good. Oh, my God. Boston Magazine. The fa- the baby foreskin facial is a real thing. If you are listening to this, Google, is there foreskin in face cream? Okay. Uh, Skin Medica is a company that uses foreskin fibroblasts to grow and cultivate new cells. Yeah, they believe it rejuvenates the skin. Okay, here this is from Quartz.com. Several beauty products contain baby foreskin cells, urine, or snail extract. Okay. No, this, this is, you're 100% correct here. This is right. This is true. I'm looking this up right now. Um, yeah, you're, you're 100% correct. It makes me sad, you know? Like, what happened to my dog's balls? Um, okay, so you think that the dog, you think that dog balls are being used for something similar? I mean, why would it go to waste at this point? It's already in ladies' facial creams. Okay, what do you, what do you think that they're putting, um, 
What do you think that they're putting it on? Put, put putting it in. Menstrual soup? I don't know. Can I ask you this? I don't think I asked you this question. What's your name again? Dane. Dane, what do you hope they're doing with them? You know, right after I picked him up from the vet, he had this look in his eyes like he knew what I had done to him, you know? Like this look of disappointment. What do I hope? I hope that they don't go to absolute waste. I mean, he was using them. Okay. And All right, so you, so you hope that they do do something with your dog's balls, like put them in a face cream or a soup, just so that they don't go to waste. I, I wish we didn't, you know, fool around with private parts like that. It's it's all very confusing. Well, Dane, I mean, Dane, Dane, you took your dog to get neutered. It's like societal pressures, you know. He can't go to dog daycare without with his balls. It's like they require his balls in exchange to attend daycare. Well, I mean, that's reasonable because if he went and he had dog balls, he would just try to have sex with all the other dogs. But if all the other dogs are spayed, what's the problem? You know, it's like a two-sided Well, if all the other dogs are spayed, then it's not fair for him to not be spayed. Call a spade a spade, but this isn't fair at all, you know? Like, imagine if you had a misbehaving child. It's not like you would take him to the doctor to have his balls cut off in fifth grade. I mean, fifth graders are monsters. But we don't cut their balls off. I guess that's true. Hmm. I feel like I failed my dog yesterday. You should make it up and to him. And he's going to be like a dog. You should get him a treat. Yeah, or like hey, what? I have an idea. I have an idea. Dane, Dane, listen, before we go, I'm going to throw this at you, okay? Dane, you go to a doctor. Okay. And you say, listen, Doc, I know what you guys are doing with the baby foreign skins. I know that you're taking the baby foreign skin, taking the baby foreign skins and that they grow cells and that they can make new forms of life. And you say, Doc, I did my dog wrong. I fucked up. I took away his balls. And you know what I'm going to do, Doc? I want to give my own balls to the dog. And you have the doctor put you under anesthetic, cut off your balls, and graft them onto your dog. That's just the advice I was looking for. Thank you for calling, Dan. Good night, Lyle. I feel like I described a fantasy that he has had for a long time. I'm not going to get into it any further. I, I, I have no um, jurisdiction over what people do in their own minds. I am simply a gecko on the internet. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. 
It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hello? Hi. Dan, it says here that you... Uh... You you work at Arby's, and you're, you're stressed out fact, a lot. I do, in fact, work at Arby's. Yeah. Um. So what's 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 stressing you out about working at Arby's? Um, I'm not a very sociable person. Honestly, whenever I first got hired at said Arby's, um, I was not in charge of any customer interaction but eventually i worked up the courage to ask my manager like hey can i can i train to take orders give people their food smile and wave all that you know happy service with a smile customer service stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so I've done that, and I've been doing that for a while, and overall, it's it's a pretty good gig. I, I make not great money, but I'm comfortable where I'm at, but it's just certain customers can be a little bit over-demanding, you know? Okay. So you had a little bit of social anxiety, you were working in the back, and then you were like, I'm going to face my fears and go up to the front. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so um, these customers that are that are rude to you, what? Give me, give me some examples of some of the interactions you've been having. Um, well, for the most part, people here at my local Arby's are very polite, very, you know, accepting of any shorthandedness, slow service. You know, we might not have like the meats that you desire. We might not have your favorite uh, side order. Like we we have mozzarella sticks and people love our mozzarella sticks. I, for one, think they're okay. They're not the greatest mozzarella sticks, but we've had people get like very angry if we were ever out of them. But overall, the customers are nice. But there can be people who are just kind of assholes, just through and through. Like in what way? For well, for example, Mr. Gecko, um, this one lady came through the drive-through because nowadays I am in drive-through taking orders, cashing people out, handing their food through the window. Yep. trying to get it done as speedy as possible. This lady comes through my speaker and she starts asking, like, do you have chopped chicken? I had no idea what she meant by this. So I asked her, like, do you mean our roasted chicken? Do you mean chicken tenders? Do you mean chicken nuggets? But she was very adamant about it being chopped chicken. So sure. I told her, ma'am, I do not have anything called chopped chicken on my menu. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to try anything else that I just offered? And she, in 
typical, you know, Ohio fashion, goes, you're fucking ignorant, and just drives off. And I sat there for a minute, just absolutely bewildered at how one human being can be so awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, listen, you have chicken, right? Yeah, we have... We had roasted chicken, but okay. uh, and you and you and you guys have you got knives over there, right? Yeah. We have not. We have knives. Okay. So I mean, theoretically, you could take some chicken and chop it up and put it in a bowl. Yeah, yeah, we could, but like at the time the closest thing to what i was assuming that she was talking about was our roasted chicken because it's already pre-chopped you know it's already in like uh, these okay. little morsel bites that you can just okay. pop in your mouth okay. if you really wanted to okay. all right so you i mean so i right, said so look so you did have chopped chicken yes all right so this was all just a big misunderstanding yeah but okay that's 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 the worst part of it. Most of it is misunderstanding, but like, yeah. you no matter how polite you try to be to certain customers, it's always at the end of the day your fault. Like, yeah, yeah. I had this one dude who, if you get food from inside of the store and you're carrying it out, typically there is no tax except for that rare occasion where there is because there's like beverage taxes and sugar taxes and stuff like that you know um so this guy comes through my drive-thru and he says he gets his order and i tell him his total and he starts going off on me like he starts yelling at me about how i'm wrong and i tell him like sir uh the, the sandwich you ordered sure the price is listed differently than what I told you, but that is for a small. Our prices listed are for smalls. We have uh, like this well, Dan, little... Dan, space Dan, Dan, Dan. Yeah. Um, you know, look, I think, can I... Uh, see, this is tough, because I feel, I, you know, in all seriousness, I, I feel your pain, man. I, it's hard to deal with, um, you know, people who are who are aggravating. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, you just got to sit back and uh, laugh at how funny it is for somebody to get really upset about chopped chicken. And these people, these people, Dan, just I don't and I and I listen, you're you did nothing wrong and you're upset because everyone is making you feel like you you did. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything even remotely wrong, but you're 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 Thanks. dealing with this person who lives in a universe where it is justifiable to get upset about chopped chicken. And what you it don't want to do, what you, yeah. what you don't want to do, is let this person drag you into her universe, because the longer uh-huh. you take that with you. It's like this person's upset about chopped chicken, and then you're upset that she's upset about chopped chicken, and then all of a sudden you're upset about chopped chicken, and without even realizing it, you've been pulled into the chopped chicken universe. And I just, I just want you to, as you deal with all this stuff, 
be intentional about where you find your anger going and try to steer it away from the chopped chicken universe because it's not a good place for anyone to be in. Um, Yeah. Because you could very easily just laugh off this woman. And I understand for you how, how, how it's like, okay, I can laugh this off, but if it's just a relentless sea of constant, nonstop chopped chicken people, how it could be easy to get pulled into their universe of anger. But... I, you're you're yeah. better than that, Dan. You're you're. I I really feel like you are. Um, so if Thank there's you, a Mr. way Peter. for you to to be more mindful of of where you're letting your anger go and not let it get dragged around and really take hold of it and use it intentionally for places where it matters, I feel like you would be mm-hmm. happier. Um, but also, you know, I don't want to be dismissive of, of you and how you feel. So, I, I mean, tell me what you think of all that. At the end of the day, I feel, I feel more or less the same way you do, uh, Gecko, sir, because I, I did end up laughing at just the sheer absurdity of this woman who it is it's claims absurd. to have been able to order her chopped chicken but i also feel like there's not enough people in this world that are genuinely polite and understanding towards fast food workers because it's a job that many people view as like many many layers beneath them so it's just like in their minds, fast food workers well, are not people. Can I, people. Can, I, can I ask you a question? And, and you would know this and, and I, I, from experience. Um, are most people, the majority of people that come through, decently pleasant? Yes. Okay, good. Good. But it's just every now and then, and please don't let me put words in your mouth. Stop me if I'm wrong. Uh, do, is it is it just kind of a every once in a while you will encounter a chopped chicken person? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay. One if day that's, if chopped that's true. Chicken, one day. Okay, and I'm just saying if if that is true, and you tell please tell me if it's not. If you've had a different experience, but if that's true. For just for your own sake, not because they deserve it or whatever, but just for your own sake, don't let people drag you into the universe where we get upset about chopped chicken. Chopped chicken. Just for just for your own sake, just just you doing what you can within your power, because you can't control other people being pissed off at you. And other people being mm-hmm. upset, but you can control whether or not you allow them to rattle you. And I hope you take pride in not letting that rattle you. Because it's a skill. Yeah. A lot of people can be very easily dragged into the universe of this fucking person said this fucking thing to me and the fucking fuck them. And then they're, and like that just overpowers their thoughts. 
And then all of a sudden, this this person has power over you because of that. And you you, mm-hmm. you just got to let that go for no reason other than it'll make you feel better while you're doing your job. Yeah. Yeah. Does that resonate with you? I want to be respectful of how you're feeling in this, and I'm not trying to tell you that you are, you know, whatever the justification oh. of your feelings, but just is this... Does no, this feel... I'm not taking it all, Mr. Gecko. Okay, good. Does this feel... Does this resonate with you? Um, a little bit, yeah. I'm not a particularly confrontal person. In all, in all honesty, I hate confrontation okay. in almost any form. Sure. Um, I told I told a story to your assistant. You can ask him if you would like further details. But like after. After that, my entire body just started feeling like numb. Like I needed to take take a take a nice like ice bath to just like calm yeah. every nerve, every muscle in my body just was begging for like we need to shut down. Something horrible just happened. It it can't it can't get any worse than this. But like in my mind, I know that that's like it's not stupid. Like you should be able to express your emotions freely, but like I, I am what a lot of people would consider a doormat in most situations, but those very, very rare occasions where I do stand up for myself, I just feel absolutely horrible for the person that I just accosted. And I know I shouldn't, I know I shouldn't, but it's just like, I do not like being a rude person you don't have you don't have to be a rude what's your name dan dan you don't have to be a rude person and you don't have to take your vengeance in the form of blowing up at people or accosting them you just have to mm-hmm. I, I just I want you to like take some like some form of intentional control over what you are going to choose to be upset about yeah yeah for just again for no reason other than your own sake so like you know uh, this so so a person comes to you and is, is is an asshole to you and you're like fuck i cannot believe that this person was so rude to me and you're like you're it's you know it's fucking an hour later two hours later three hours later and you're still in your head going like i can't believe that person fucking said that to me i should have said this back to them i should have said this that at that point when it's three hours past just uh, take an objective just take an objective look at the situation and go listen for my own benefit i need to go I, I can't need to step back, yeah. You just need to step back and be like, I can't let this stew in my brain because it's unproductive at this point mm-hmm. and it's distracting me from any number of more productive thoughts and feelings I could be having. And um yeah. just optim- optimize your emotions for yourself. Not in some way mm-hmm. that you're going to you know, yell back at them to restore some kind of a fake balance in the universe that will never get restored. 
but you know however you can react in such a way that that optimizes your own personal peace and that does not necessarily have to be you accosting people you um you know whatever it is just i would just think in those terms Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah Um, i feel now that i've now that i've shared this info honestly more publicly than i ever have i feel i feel a lot better mr Uh, i thank you for the opportunity good good um dan is there anything else you want to say to the people or the computer or to me or um that you feel like you didn't get out or and, and just anything at all before we go um i just want to leave one quick message and give uh a shout out to one of my friends um the message that i'd like to leave you all with today is don't 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 be assholes just be kind to one another try to find your own happiness don't don't be the chopped chicken lady of your social circles be 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 a good person be good people and uh, i'd like to give a shout out oh yes you have a shout out please shout out i'll stop talking give me a shout out yeah (laughs) you're fine mr gecko i would like to give a shout out to james uh, somebody that's been a good friend, a uh, good shoulder, um, a good bro for many years, many years. I've helped him and he's helped me. Honestly, I feel like more than he knows. Um, yeah. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. I'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, Mr. Greco. Bye, Twitch. I don't know why I said I'll see you soon. I don't know if that meant that I'm going to Arby's soon or if I just said that because that's one of the things that people tend to say at the end of conversations and I needed to find one of those phrases and that's the one I found. But anyway, um, you know, listen, I tried to navigate that um, mindfully because I look, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate to myself all the time of like, you know, people should be able to feel their feelings and stuff. And I totally agree with that. But I just am like at a certain point, you know, I, I, I you got to optimize for what's the most productive way for me to feel about this situation and go about this situation just for my own peace. And sometimes it's not to blow up and chew the other person out or to be as mad as you possibly can about chopped chicken lady and here's another thing chopped chicken lady is inevitable she's inevitable she's people being dicks or being rude to you is it's just an inevitable it's like it's this inevitability of the universe it's a constant and you you can't take it personally and you just got to go look uh, it, it, fuck! I heard this thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out. Um, I'm gonna shout out this guy I like on the internet who says stuff. His name is Ryan Holiday. He talks a lot about Stoic philosophy. He said this thing that I've been thinking about a lot. He said, "Pay the taxes of life gladly," and I liked that. And I feel like dealing with just rude people 
is like a tax of life. It's an inevitable thing. And so when it comes upon you, just be like, look, uh, 90%. And I asked um, Dan about this because I wanted him to clarify because I, I have not worked fast food and he has. And so I wanted it from his mouth. And he, he said that 90% of people um, that come to him, he didn't say 90%, but he said a majority. I don't know why I'm making up numbers. But anyway, he said a majority of people are cool and it's like the few that are assholes and just to accept that a few people are assholes when they come to you and that it's a constant and to not take it personally will make you feel better and if it makes you feel better then I think that's the way you should think about it I am a gecko on the computer saying words to people let's take another call at Amica Insurance we know it's more than just a car it's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you? Is this Lyle? Yeah. Who, no who am I, spe- who am I speaking you? with? Who am I speaking with? Um, I asked. I asked to be anonymous. <laughs> okay, so Just I'm gonna call you. Um, I'm gonna call you. Uh, Leanne. I'm gonna call you Leanne. Ah, that's too much. I'm gonna call you. Yeah, that's. Oh, g- give me a name. You pick. You pick your name. Oh, um. Let's go with, like, Ava. That's cool, right? Ava? Okay, I like that. I was trying to think of something short. Okay. I feel like Leanne okay. is too many syllables. We'll okay, Ava. Hello, yeah, Ava. What's going on with you? Um, What's what's up, Ava? Is uh, How are you doing this evening? Um, I'm good. I just went to class today and did some homework, and I saw you were on Twitch, and I called, like, right away. So, um, yeah, here I am now. Is there a thing in particular that you wanted to call in to talk about? I just turned 21 not that long ago. And I've kind of like always been into drinking, like kind of since I was like 18 or 19. And it was kind of like more of a problem more so during COVID, I would say. But I got better with it. And then once I turned 21, I feel like I fell into like a bad, like dark twisted spiral of like, drinking and like going out every weekend and i think it's like i'm just starting to make worse and worse decisions every weekend Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i started to like dabble with drugs and i don't like doing drugs like it's not my thing and it started to scare me because that's not me so i like i just wake up in random guys beds every weekend and i wake up on sunday and i just feel like a piece of shit and Mm -hmm. i don't know like i regret all my decisions like i know like, on one hand, it's like, I know I'm 21 and I'm just having fun. But then on the other hand, I feel like I'm, like, letting myself down and, like, my family down. And I just go through this basically same cycle every single weekend and, like, every Sunday when I wake up. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I just feel like, I feel like I'm kind of disappointing, like, my parents and, like, my brother in a way. Like, my brother drinks, but, like, he gives me a lot of shit for it. But... It wouldn't be a problem, but it's starting to become something I look forward to every weekend. Yeah. So it's starting to really 
bug me and make me feel like a terrible person, kind of. Okay, so uh, the drinking and the partying and everything has been going on since you were 18. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't really so much like, it wasn't like a ton of partying. It was like, especially with COVID, I would just kind of like drink okay. with my friends like at home because okay. we, we didn't have to go to school anymore. And, so and you bad. and you're noticing that that since you uh, were doing it when you were 18, it is it has gotten progressively um, more intense as you've gotten older and yeah. as you've turned 21. Yeah, yeah, especially since that how birthday. how often are you uh, going out and partying and drinking? Um, It's like every Friday and Saturday night. OK, every Friday and Saturday night. Um. And you, you say it's not you. That's what you said. What do you mean, not me? Is, isn't oh, that like what you said? Like you me. said, yeah, you said it's not like you or, or something to the to the tune of it's not how you want to be. Well, it's like I have a like I have a good time doing it. I think it's because I have so much anxiety. Like once I have a few drinks in me, like I just, you know, I think everybody can relate. Like I feel good and like I feel better, but. Like, I wake up the next morning and I just, like, like reflect on myself and I'm just, like, the, like, the decisions I made, like, how much I drank, the things I texted people, I'm like, that's not you. And I just, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's not, like, the me I resonate with 100%. Okay. And I just feel like shit. And then to, like, make myself feel better, I'll just, like, drink again, not think about it, but then I'll feel the same way the next day. So you're... you're... habit. So, I mean, I, I asked you that because you're talking about this, like, cognitive dissonance between wh- who you desire to be, who you feel like you are, and then who you feel like you are when you're out drinking and, and texting people things that you you feel like you shouldn't be texting them. Wh- tell me more about this um, more ideal version of yourself that you have in mind. Um, I feel like, I feel like the most ideal version of myself was me, like, five months ago. Like, I went through a period of me, like, consistently going to therapy. Like, I was going to the gym. I was going to church and, like, eating right. Like, I lost a ton of weight. Like, I was doing great. And then I fell off when I got sick. Like, I got COVID. So then, you know, like, I wasn't really eating or couldn't go to the gym for a while. And instead of, like, just getting right back on it, I just fell off. So I started kind of like slowly getting into those like drinking habits again and just like eating like shit and not being my best self. So like I know like what my best self looks like and what I need to do to get there. But it's like since I'm in this phase of like going out and just having fun and being able to yeah. go out and do that, like I don't want to stop. But like it's so, not so, like you said, the ideal version. So Ava, so you, I mean, you told me you were going to therapy for a little bit. Oh, yeah, I had a really, here's the thing, I have a wonderful therapist, I've seen her for like over a year, but she got into yeah. some legal trouble, so I haven't been able to see her for a few months. Oh, geez, well, I mean, I mean that aside, uh, uh, when you were going to therapy, what, what, did you discuss these kinds of issues with your therapist, and if you did, what did they tell you about it? Um, yeah, I did, and like, I don't know if anybody else, like anybody that's listening has gone, like, like your surface will kind of tell you things without like they'll try to like tell you the right things but they want you to like figure it out on your own so like they're not okay. gonna like she wouldn't like sit there and tell me like hey here's what you should do here's well well give me wrong. okay so she's telling you things to help you try to figure it out on your own tell us what what those things are 
she she kind of mm, I think I like do it as a way to just like like escape my anxiety and like get attention especially from guys and stuff mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's of course easier to do that after you've had a few drinks in you so I feel like I use it kind of as an excuse almost like okay then I can use so, it as an excuse so you're you're seeing you're seeing it as a way to escape anxiety and get attention yeah so what what do you this anxiety that you're escaping? What do you what do you think you're anxious about? It's like like from therapy, like I know it's like anxiety from like my family and school's a big stressor right now. Yeah. And like money and stuff. And even though I don't have money, like I just continue to go out and get drinks from guys and stuff. <laughs> like I don't um know. Because like listen, you know, I'm 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 obviously not a real therapist, but I I do feel like, um, you know, you you talking about these things in therapy and exploring the kind of underlying reasons as to why you do things could key you in as, mm-hmm. as to like, okay, well, if I'm anxious or if I want attention, first of all, why am I anxious? Why am I? Why do I want attention? And then second of all, are there healthier ways to deal with? that anxiety and that need for attention than, you know, to, to get twisted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's the kind of thing that, um, that they tell you about this stuff. So, I mean, if we can get into it, what, what other ways do you feel like you could deal with your anxiety? Like, honestly, I know as cliches, it sounds like when I was going to the gym and, like, taking care of myself and, like, what I ate, like, I was so, like, mentally, I felt like the best that I had in a really long time. And going to therapy consistently really helped, but, like, I was so comfortable with her and, like, she knew everything about me. So, like, trying to find another one and, like, convey all my, like, issues in my life and everything Catch them up to speed. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, you know, and it's more money, which I don't have right now because I'm in college and it's just like, so it's like, I know the steps to get there. It's just a matter of like taking those steps. What about, um, what about the attention thing? Why, why do you feel like you're, you're clamoring, uh, for attention from people? Um, probably daddy issues. I've talked about that in therapy too. And okay. It's like I realize what? it, but it's like I don't know what to do to fix it. What What does your therapist tell you about about those issues? Um, she's so kind of she'll like explain it. Like she'll like when I make these decisions, she'll tell me she's like, well, like so this is why you're doing this most likely because as you were ri- like raised, your dad acted this way, blah blah blah. Huh. And. But I don't know how to really like, like she'll tell me why, but it's like, I don't. But it's like, I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah. It's like, I'm hearing you, but it's like, what do I, what do I do to get that validation and that attention by not acting like a I Look, not to, not to play therapist, although I guess that's what I'm always doing all the time. Um, Yeah. But this like need for attention does it come from any any kind of like a low self-esteem 
it might, but it's like, and this might sound like self-centered, but like, I don't have a problem like getting attention from guys, like if I want it. Sure. So it's like, I don't know why I go out of my way to like get more and more. When well, I mean, do you feel like you're, do you feel like you're addicted to the validation? Yes. Um, yeah, it makes me feel yucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, that's a common thing for a lot of people getting addicted to kind of outside validation. In in my personal life, you know, I've I've I had plenty of eras where I've been addicted to um, you know, validation. Um, mm-hmm. and it's I found it gets better when you ch- ch- try to form some kind of a uh your best off your best defense against that is to build some kind of internal structure of self-validation. It's something I feel like we've talked about on here a lot and something that I'm always, 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 always thinking about um, just in real life and shit. Um, I don't don't have a... I don't have a, 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 a set in stone roadmap on how to do that, but I know that yeah. if, if, if that's one of the big issues you're struggling with, then you you kind of would, would would likely benefit from walking down the road of at least attempting to do that. Um, yeah. Because if if you don't have any kind of internal validation or or sense of self or understanding of yourself as a certain kind of person that you can be proud of then you're just going to mm-hmm. get fucking jostled around by the chaotic winds of of other people's opinions and validations which is is uh you know a a a hard way to live yeah um for sure so i guess i guess those two things the building of the internal confidence and then fuck what was the other thing we talked about that was for the attention thing, and then there was the anxiety thing. What what what, what did we say yeah. about the anxiety thing? I forgot. Uh, I forgot too. Okay, hold on. We're gonna, I'm gonna remember it. <laughs> oh well, good thing we recorded this. Yeah. Um. Okay. With anxiety, your therapist. Oh yeah, ways to deal with anxiety. Oh yeah. Okay. It was you. Yeah. It was you talking about going to the gym and. Um, fucking yeah, yeah. Eating stuff. I mean, that's how I look. I I do a lot of things to deal with my anxiety. They're unhealthy. I don't. I'm gonna be a hypocrite here. I'm eating candy. I don't go to the gym. I'm fucking. That's how I deal with my anxiety is is through unhealthy coping mechanisms. But yeah, I think we both know that the 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 cliche but correct answer to our issues is to um, you know, do all the shit that every single person has been raving about forever which is to eat healthy and exercise but hey let me know if that works for you because maybe i'll do it myself yeah i need to get back on it and i just need to not give myself such a hard time for i guess like living my life i just need to like tone it down a little bit yeah i mean look don't uh, uh, you know uh, i mean this is a hard thing because i mean look if you if you enjoy going out and doing your thing uh mm-hmm. and you find yourself getting genuine positive social interactions and life experiences out of it 
then that's good. But uh, keep an eye on it, you know, because I think once once you're looking at it and like, well, no, these nights out aren't giving me positive life experiences and cool stories and uh, human connection, but are really just kind of serving the darker sides of what I desire, uh, then it might be time mm-hmm. to try to slow it down. But, you know, I, I guess just try to keep an eye on it. Um, yeah, Ava, I need to. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? No, but thanks for talking to me, and I'm glad I got through finally. Yeah, thanks for uh, talking to me, too. I will see you uh, around on the computer, Ava. Yeah, I love you, Gek. Ava forever. Oh, yeah. That was, that was an interesting call. That was something I feel like I've talked about a hundred times. Uh, the building of internal confidence and trying not to eat shitty um every time i i give the whole i give a, the the building of internal confidence speech it makes me think about myself i think about how much i have built an internal confidence and I, I think i'm getting pretty good i think i'm getting pretty good but i don't know i'm waiting for somebody to say something to me or um something bad to happen to me or anything like that where I can really test the found my foundation but it hasn't happened yet um and then with the eating thing I mean fuck I, I ate like three almond joys before I came on here I probably shouldn't do that At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.